I'm Jack Semlicka, and welcome to this episode of our 2017 Precision Farming Dealer Podcast Series. Today's program, a collaborative approach to delivering agronomic answers, is once again being brought to you by Farmer's Edge. If you're tuning in for the first time, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this series, currently available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Or if there's another app you prefer for listening to podcasts, let us know. We'll make every effort to get it listed here as well. And by subscribing, that will allow you to get an alert when upcoming episodes in this series are released. I'd also encourage you to mark your calendars and plan to attend the upcoming Dealership Mind Summit, August 1st and 2nd in Omaha, Nebraska. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited, and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com for more information and updates. Thanks again to Farmer's Edge, proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at farmersedgeusa.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. As farmers get rolling in the field this spring, Many will be uploading seeding prescriptions to get better targeted seed placement and optimize their crop's growing potential. Collecting and applying data to drive decision making is nothing new to agriculture, but it's becoming a more collaborative process with a variety of stakeholders sharing the responsibility and benefits of delivering comprehensive agronomic solutions to customers. A preliminary analysis of 2017 Precision Farming Dealer Benchmark Study results show that more than 42% of dealers who offer data management service do so through use of an in-house agronomist, the highest percentage in the five-year history of the study. Adding an in-house agronomist is the approach RDO Equipment took nearly five years ago to bridge the gap between its diverse equipment offerings and growing precision farming offerings. While the 70-store dealership group, headquartered in Fargo, North Dakota, hasn't developed its own agronomic service platforms, it has been successful leveraging in-house agronomists for company-wide training and to successfully partner with local ag service providers. In today's Precision Farming Dealer podcast, brought to you by Farmer's Edge, we welcome in Joel Kaczynski, RDO Product Specialist Manager, and Nate Dorsey, RDO staff agronomist, for a conversation on how the dealership has developed and deployed its agronomic service strategy. We start with Joel, who shares his background and RDO's early entry into the agronomic space. Uh, 
guys. So I've been with uh, RDO Equipment for in the equipment industry for 13 years. Um, before coming with RDO Equipment, um, I was with an egg service provider uh, for about eight years, uh, served as an agronomist role, um, and also uh, managing a retail facility uh, in the uh, in the southeast North Dakota area. Um, it's also where I uh, grew up and was raised, uh, farmed in this area. Uh, so my since I've been at RDO, um, I started out in the, in sprayer sales and the precision egg equipment um, right from the get go, and that uh, kind of ch- transitioned into uh, into management role. Uh, I served as a store manager in Breckenridge, Minnesota, for probably around seven years before taking my current role as a product specialist manager. Um, which, uh, if you look at my background, um, it's really Really a, a, a great fit having the experience of uh, of the equipment dealership um, with managing it and the sales end of it, and then also the understanding of the of the uh, egg service provider and my my experience in that uh, business. Yeah, so I've been with RDO Equipment Company for almost two years. And I am an agronomist, like you mentioned. And so my the way that I got into agriculture and to working with RDOs is probably a little unorthodox. I consider myself to be from Virginia, but actually grew up traveling quite a bit all over the world. So lived in Central America and Africa. And because of the way that I grew up, I wasn't really around agriculture very much. And really kind of got interested in agriculture as I attended uh, undergraduate school and and got a degree in environmental science and started working in the area of agriculture and and just found that I really loved working with farmers. I loved being out in the field and really loved applying the knowledge that that I gained to an agricultural setting. So I actually ended up going back to school. I earned a master's degree in agronomy at Kansas State University. And then worked for a little while in Hawaii and then actually moved to North Dakota to work with RDO Equipment Company as an agronomist. So I I really enjoy working with RDO. I really enjoy working with the equipment. It's a very unique industry. I uh, have a lot of fun working with precision agriculture, technology, getting out in the field. And then also I supervise a team of product specialists who are really the experts on the equipment. And they spend a lot of time working with our customers, consulting on the latest technology and equipment that we offer. So when you guys got into that agronomic space, what was the motivation and and the catalyst for breaking into that area? And how well did you have to do your homework to assess the need and interest among your customer base? Yeah, I want to say it's been at least five years since we hired our first agronomist. And... Our main reasoning, uh, looking at the um, why we did that, was to really grow the agronomic expertise of our people within our company. Um, we really felt. Uh, to differentiate ourselves from others um, was to have that knowledge and expertise of what how the equipment um, affects what in within the operation agronomically you know and what benefits can you get from the equipment in the agronomics end of it so we uh, um, did a lot of a lot of uh, in-house training um, and just bringing more of that knowledge and expertise of agronomy into into our company uh, so that's what how we uh, how we first started off and we started in the Midwest and we really have uh, three regions we work with um, 
in the in the U.S. It's the upper Midwest here um, of the Dakotas and Minnesota, um, and then we also have the uh, um, Pacific Northwest, if you want to say that, in the Washington, Oregon, Western Montana, um, and then also we have the Southwest, uh, which is the desert Southwest of uh, um, Southern California and Arizona. Uh, so we really have a diverse. Uh, cropping area that we're working with as well and since nate has come on board here the last uh the last uh, couple of years we've been really growing more into that bringing more of that knowledge into those other areas as well well and that's interesting and with a such a, a diverse and expansive service area that the dealership covers what are you finding are some of the challenges of uh being able to offer that agronomic service that kind of correlates into your other precision offerings and also uh, the equipment side of the business as well. Yeah, you know what? It, it is very challenging, especially when you start working, if you want to call them specialty crops. And I'll, ta- I'll say specialty crops as anything outside of corn, soybeans, small grains like uh, spring wheat. Um, and really getting into, uh, we deal with quite a few uh, um, potato farmers, uh, carrot, onion, a lot of the produce in that in that in the Northwest. As long and also in the Northwest is a lot of the, a lot of hay, uh, vineyards, uh, orchards. Um, and then we also get it, get that into the, uh, obviously in the desert Southwest, um, our Yuma, Arizona area, um, is kind of noted as the, as the lettuce, uh, capital of the U S I believe we get a lot of, a lot of that, a lot of lettuce production and, and vegetable production, produce production comes out of that area. Um, the challenges is that trying to, trying to meet trying to trying to bring the value um, of what's being developed in the for the corn and soybean farmers into a specialty crop uh, is uh, is uh, has its own challenges um, but I but there definitely is uh, there definitely is value and opportunity uh, to help those customers in, air, in in those areas well obviously uh, dealerships have taken uh, a number of different pathways into the agronomic service side of of precision and whether this is partnering with a a third party or bringing on an in-house agronomist and uh, you know i understand that you guys have kind of gone a hybrid approach Uh, maybe you could share a little bit of detail on the dynamic that rdo has with developing this part of the business so i think that that's that's a really interesting question and in terms of our strategy as a dealership it's probably a little bit different than than some other dealerships who have brought on in-house agronomists to do some actual consulting work. So my role as an agronomist is a, is a little bit a little bit different in that we're trying to facilitate the agronomists that our customers are already working with. So a lot of our customers have have relationships in the communities and the farming communities communities that they're farming in, and have been working with agronomists or other trusted advisors for many years. And so our idea is that we don't want to replace that relationship and we don't want to be competing with other agronomists or in the area. So instead, we have, as a company, our strategy is to partner with those agronomists, those existing trusted advisors that our customers are working with. And 
So what we're trying to do is, is to develop training. So we do a, a lot of training over the winter time, uh, while there's not a whole lot going on in the field to, to help facilitate agronomists in terms of their knowledge of precision agriculture and John Deere equipment and some of the other solutions that we have to offer as a dealership. Uh, and the idea there is to is if we can strengthen uh, the relationship between the customer, their agronomist, and us as a dealership, it really benefits everyone. Um, and so that's really kind of our strategy in terms of in terms of our dealership and how we've decided to implement agronomy into our, our company. Um, another big facet of that is just really agronomic knowledge of our employees so that they have a better understanding of what our customers are trying to do in the field and the technologies that they're trying to implement so that we can be a little bit more proactive and have a better understanding of the solutions that could best serve our customers. And to do that, since our company is so large, we've really taken a hold of digital communication. So you know, we have a podcast as well. We, we do a bi-monthly podcast. That's the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Uh, and really with that, the idea is that we're, we're providing as much information to our employees, to trusted advisors, to our customers on what we're doing as a dealership, also what John Deere is doing as a company, and how the different technologies could potentially fit into a farming operation. And then we do a lot of internal training as well. So we have a, a very strong uh, learning and development team within our company. So we've partnered with them to develop a lot of more in uh, online trainings for our employees to take. And that's been really successful for us in terms of uh, bettering ourselves as, as a company and, and our agronomic knowledge, but then also helping our customers be more successful in the field as well. So as you guys uh, launched into this agronomic area, what were some of those initial challenges maybe that you faced getting established in this area and, and maybe even you know are still trying to overcome today as you guys are, are still relatively new uh, into this, this part of the business? Yeah, I'd say the the initial challenges that we had was just more uh, bringing the culture of of agronomy into the equipment industry, you know, and and the customers didn't view us didn't view the the equipment industry as as somebody they're going to go for, to for agronomic advice, and and it was more so um, the challenges of of aligning. Uh, with agronomists, understanding the agronomists that our customers are working with and identifying them um, and making the connections to them and understanding how we, how we work together to, to meet those customers' needs. Um, we did, we've, we've done a qu quite a bit of work internally um, to be able to, to be able to identify and track, to identify and track the trusted advisors. We want to call it an agronomist um, or customer's banker or seed sales. Seed uh, salesman, um, whoever's helping that customer make decisions on his operation, um, we built it into our into our uh, into our CRM software, so all of our customer management software, um, to help us uh, build those relationships with those customers. Um, some of the success that we've seen with that is is when when we set up a meeting with a with a customer and we can bring his his agronomist into that conversation and we'd have have our agronomist there as well along with our account manager or the 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 uh, equipment salesman who's handling the handling that customer relationship when you have those individuals all in the in the uh, in the conversation together um, I could just see 
see the 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 customer's stress level go down, knowing that his agronomist knows what the what the equipment what his uh, equipment supplier has to offer and how he can if he's going into variable rate whatever type of precision egg he's going into that the connections are made and he knows that it's gonna it, it's gonna go uh, seamless uh, when he gets into his spring planting. So it's definitely becoming increasingly important that as as we see more dealerships kind of transition into that agronomic area and and involving more stakeholders uh, in that decision making process for customers. Maybe you can walk me through kind of a typical situation and and who's going to be at the table and what that conversation is is going to be like when you're sitting down with a customer. Yeah, the uh, give a typical situation would be a customer who's just getting into into a variable rate uh, uh, precision farming on in his operation. Uh, so the customer went out when actually just hired an agronomist who had the skill set for building prescriptions, looking at going variable rate seed or variable rate planting um, on his corn, uh, looking at going variable rate uh, fertilize fertilizing as well, and bringing the. He wanted the, he wanted us as the as the equipment dealer to understand what direction he wanted to be going and what goals he had and some obstacles he is facing, and so the account manager kind of identified it identified that with the customer, um, realized what kind of challenges he's up against, and so he lined he lined up found out who the customers agronomist who he's working with, reached out made the connection to him. Um, Talk to Nate to bring him into the into the conversation to 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 line up this meeting. So during the during the conversation, uh, um, we're kind of talking through everything that is what the customer's goals are, the end goals for the year, and we set up the kind of the plan for the year as far as what's going to be needed for as far as support from us and and what type of system that the agronomist was using as far as software and and just kind of kind of setting that uh, getting that planning all set because um, from there but um, just making the connections uh, the most seamless are the are the agronomists that are using the op- John your operations center um, for our company anyway um, as far as getting that connection made to the customer's uh, operation center account getting the permission set up um, as far as a file transfer and that goes through um, and the next step is just identifying what um, that is equipment is all uh, up to speed as far as what's going to be needed to uh, for those variable applications um, and then line setting up um, how much support that he would need um, as long with that uh, to make that happen in the in the throughout the year. Well, following up on that point, uh, there is so much more emphasis on on collaboration now, whether it's internally at a dealership, uh, getting multiple departments integrated into the precision farming process, but also game planning out with customers what their objectives are. How valuable is it for you, especially in the agronomic space, to take more of a, a proactive approach versus a, a reactive approach and and getting customers up to speed and, and listening to them what they want and going in and, and offering them a, a solution that, that they're going to be interested in. Yeah, I feel strongly that really is the key to success to have, to have a, a solid plan. And I know it, 
even having a, at least having a plan, um, you have something to work towards. I know mother nature plays into it and a lot of things can change. Um, but having that plan in place allows us to be proactive with that support. Uh, cause the, the last thing a customer wants is to be starting on the spring and, and his, and his machine isn't operating properly cause it's not set up properly and he's in the field ready to go. And he's waiting for somebody for support to come out there and, and help him. Uh, we really, um, the goal of our, of our, of our team is to be proactive with that support that we are, we are lining up ahead of time to get the equipment set up and that really, we have the best success, uh, when we have things set up ahead of time, we have the software, software is updated, settings on the equipment are, are done so that, so the operation of that equipment, uh, just runs, runs smoothly. We'll get back to the discussion shortly with Joel and Nate, but I did want to take a moment and again thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for making this program possible. Farmer's Edge is proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at FarmersEdgeUSA.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. Reflecting on the conversation so far, it was interesting to hear how the dealership has taken a somewhat different approach with its agronomic business. As Nate explained, Although he is a staff agronomist, his primary role isn't to sell services or make seed or fertilizer recommendations. In addition to coordinating in-house training, Nate is more of an agronomic facilitator, collaborating with local egg service providers or customers agronomists to develop a comprehensive farm management plan that includes equipment, technology, and agronomy. Joel mentioned that one of the initial challenges to this approach was changing the company culture to integrate a more agronomic mindset into an equipment-based dealership. Though still evolving, Joel says the dealership has gotten a broad commitment from staff along with external partners including customers bankers and seed and fertilizer salespeople. Let's get back to the program now and hear more from Joel and Nate on how they are defining their roles in the agronomic space and the benefits of the dealership and what they're seeing with its investment in the agronomic market. So give us some detail on how you guys are putting together those agronomic services. I know um, you guys are working, you know, more or less with uh, customers, uh, ag service providers, and, and also developing uh, in-house uh, with what Nate does, but um, share with us kind of the structure and, and how those are integrated then into the rest of the dealership. Yeah, what we, uh, you know, we, we, we do a lot of focus on the on the operation end of things for our customers, if you want to look at his operation. Um, 
so how how our team is structured um, as far as uh, as far as supporting the supporting the technologies and supporting the products that our customers are are purchasing. Uh, we each each region have a number of supervisors that have specialists underneath uh, those supervisors um, who are really the boots on the ground performing the 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 support plans that uh, we have for our customers. Uh, we've we've uh, branded on um, Fleet Shield services internally with with RDO equipment, um, and our our packages that that we have are are really um, made so they so they're so they can be tailored to our what the customers' needs are. Um, a lot of them are focused around training, uh, preseason setup startup in the field and optimization um, and also uh, data management we have did some bundling of the what we've what we've learned um, uh, experience over the last few years a lot of times we will be out there doing a startup in the field and the planter wasn't inspected and there's a lot of of mechanical wear items that needed to be repaired before they can even hit the field uh, so the last uh, couple of years have been really proactive we've got a we've got a program called a ready to plant program that's really a, a beginning to end a, um, a solution for our customers to get that planter set up properly, uh, rowing is tested, and be really ready to hit that field. So when we come out there to do the, the, do the, do the startup in the field, uh, we don't have to worry about any, uh, any uh, repair items need to be done to, those, done to the planners. So as more dealerships move into this agronomic space, uh, obviously one of the motivations here is to generate revenue uh, through this, this new service opportunity. What are some of the I guess initial benefits you guys have seen from getting into this area and how are you guys measuring the success of your agronomic services? Couple of ways. I mean, obviously, I've talked a lot about a lot about of the training within our company internally. So I'll just talk about how we're measuring that. Um, we do have a we do have a, a learning and development team um, within our company, uh, and we also have an internal uh, software platform uh, for keeping track of the training that we're doing. Uh, so we know who's getting it, how long it's taking, who the instructors are, you know how much time uh, Nate is putting into it and really have a, a training plan put together for them. So as far as mainstream of the agronomy, um, agronomics into our company, um, that's how, that's one way we're keeping track of how successful we're being there. Um, the challenge is, is the intangibles when it comes to, to equipment sales, you know, that's our, 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 uh, our main business is obviously as a John Deere dealer selling is selling the iron. Um, and, and those are the intangibles of t intangibles as far as, um, the success and, and, and getting repeat business from our customers um, because of the because of the agronomic expertise that our that our account managers have in the equipment um, like we've mentioned before we 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 have we do not have any specific uh, um, 
agronomy uh, service packages that we've that we've put together uh, directly. If you want to say that, like soil sampling and um, variable rate prescription maps, it's more so connecting with those egg service providers. Uh, so connecting with those egg service providers to measure success with them is really just engaging our customers in, into Precision Egg, and 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 we do have a way of keeping track as far as the amount of acres that we're covering um, uh, with mapping and and the amount of acres we're covering in our in our spe- specific uh, um, area of responsibility. Uh, so that's another way that we're measuring success. Um, it's a little more indirectly, um, but that's what we. We have put together today. Some of the success that we have seen is when the, when the customer actually calls and said, said and said, and we'll call and say, yeah, my grana said I need this, this, and this. Just place the order and get it coming for me. You know, whether it's around, whether it's getting is getting set up to do variable rate or putting JD Link terminals in. Um, have we got a good? a strong dollars and cents there. No. Uh, one of the other, you know, right now, no way of pulling the other, the other measure of success we could have is pulling how many, how many wireless data transfer files, how many prescription files are going back and forth from our, from our ASPs, uh, to our customer base. And right now there's not a good way, uh, to track that either. Um, I think there is some uh, there's some opportunity too, even with the ASPs of doing some co-op uh, as far as a training and and setup and stuff deals between a customer and and us. But uh, um, yeah, we just you know we myself coming from the from the from the from the agronomy world and and doing scouting and recommendations and all that um, over to the equipment industry. Yeah, I know how well established it is in different areas, and uh, and we have had a lot of conversations internally around it, and after, during all those conversations, we always came to to sticking with this model. You know, where our team uh, focuses a lot more on the operations, and we re- we rely on third parties that we're connecting with them to to give the to give the the agronomy piece of it. You know, as far as any recommendations and stuff. There's times we get there's overlap on the plan. Obviously, the planner startups. Um, you're making you're making some recommendations when you're when you start looking at um, what we're doing, but it's but it's not been to the point where we're where that we're calling it that we're doing soil sampling or we're doing uh, something or making a recommendation off of that. It just it seems like we're sticking to what we do best, and that's the equipment. Um, and it seems like, I know some of the meetings with, with John Deere, they're not pushing, they never really gave, pushed hard for one way or another to go with it. Obviously you're running into a lot of dealers that are often have full service packages um, around, around, around agronomy or around whether you're soil sampling or making prescriptions or, or, uh, or what have you. Um, but we just, uh, I feel we can make a larger impact by collaborating with what's out there today and getting them guy, you can get in them all up to speed. Um, Cause a lot of them, especially the egg service providers, we, we just met with a large uh, um, uh, retailer yesterday. Um, you know, they're running, they have 30 floaters and 12 sprayers and something like that is going to want the integration of the deer and knowledge of how to bring the, bring the prescriptions into the equipment. Um, they're going to want to need, they need to know that too and be working with them uh, to to bring that to the customers along with their making recommendations to those customers. So um, I don't know. I, I think we can make a larger impact that way, um, but it's going to take more time. It's not going to be as quick. 
Um, but I think long term will make a bigger impact going that route. Um, but I have always said I've taught when I when I'm usually talking to the ASPs, I'll tell them never say never that RDO equipment won't, won't uh, uh, develop a, a in-house agronomy services that we provide if we aren't moving the bar with our customers adopting the technology and going into doing more available rate and really maximizing what their equipment can do for them um, because there's nobody in the nobody in that area offering it so right now we're still we're still in the process some places identifying identifying them um, but for the most part, I think we got a pretty good handle of who they are. Um, it's just a matter of uh, getting to the point where we're really leveraging the, those relationships. So taking a look into the future, where do you see some of the potential growth opportunities to continue evolving and developing your agronomic services? Yeah, I think the ne- next five to 10 years, uh, one of our focuses is on in-field uh, demonstration and trials and really showing our customers how the equipment, the value of the of the of the technology and the equipment, um, what that means to our customers in dollars and cents. So we're we're looking at different applications across our across our across each region of specific trials they could be doing, and putting it down to dollars and cents because of the agronomics of how it's affecting it. And and we're looking at using that one for internal training and two uh, for educating our, our our customers as well um, when they're trying to make the decision of a, of an equipment purchase and what the val- what type of value can bring to to them um, one example of it would be uh, uh, this lat past year we we did a uh, is kind of is it really was a team effort with a, a number of our product specialists uh, Nay was involved with it was on a curve compensation that's a technology offered in the in the new planters today and it really really dug into the value of that and the the a kind of return that a customer can expect um, from that and the agronomics behind us. So we're looking, going forward, we're looking at at doing a lot more in that area um, as well. Uh, another one, uh, because it's the last uh, four or five years, it's all been about drones and data. So uh, us as a company, we are, we are engaged in the UAV business. Um, and I see that as a as an opportunity as well. Um, we're looking at different things within our within our company, um, just like a lot of other dealers are trying to figure out uh, um, how that fits into their business and and what type of value um, does that bring to their customers, and that could be part of your part of your package, what you're uh, trying to help your customers with. Culture of our company, uh, we really, really focus on our stakeholders of our company, and the decisions we make within our company are based off the value we bring to those we bring to those stakeholders. So when we're so when we're looking at at the value at the value that we're bringing in at our we're best at selling equipment and we want to do, and we're focusing on being better at selling that equipment, and that's the agronomics is part of that and that's what we feel is going to help differentiate us in in the future so rdo is is one of the larger dealership networks in north america so talk a little bit about the maneuverability that you have with being able to effectively offer these agronomic services 
Yeah, I think there's I think there's pros and cons of both when you when you look at that. You know, the smaller the smaller dealership can 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 bring a tool or bring something on on that's specific to their to their customer base and quickly make a make a change based off of that. Um, where, and you look at the larger larger dealer when we're a lot more diverse. We're looking for something that's you know going to meet meet everybody kind of in the middle, and it takes it takes it takes a unique unique tool to really to really make that make that value and spread it across spread it across the company um but on the other hand we also the large dealer does have the have the value of the of the support of the of the team um and can have you know can leverage leverage each other and leverage the team aspect of of within that company um when you're when bringing something when bringing something or as a new technology out and that's you know it's kind of one of the one of the changes as far as um that we did um probably about four or five years ago is is really managing managing our team or product specialist team um on, on a team level um but we're we're boots on the ground out in the field so the reporting structure goes up uh, 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 to to myself and so we're so we're working to the team as we bring and going in the same direction as we're bringing the bringing all the technology um, out to the field well looking at the experience and success you've had in this area of the business so far what advice would you have for dealers that are looking to make this transition or have recently made it I think I'd really I'd really tell you know Talk talk to your customer base, understand what the what their needs are. Uh, the other advice is that the that the leadership um, really understands that within the organization, um, and and that you're all that you're all working towards the same goal. Um, and it's challenging. It's challenging with the ever changing uh, technology and and what's going on in that on that space. It's very important to have um, the leadership, middle management, everybody on the same page and understanding uh, where you're going um, in 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 the agronomy and the technology, no matter what it is that you're pr- trying to bring into the into your dealership into that operation. Yeah, I'll mostly just echo what Joel said. I feel like concentrating on the needs of your customers is really important. And that was something that we weighed pretty heavily in terms of our own agronomy programs and thinking about things that we could do. For for some dealerships, having an, an agronomist who's making recommendations might make sense. And for others, it might not. And I think it really just depends on the market. Like like all business, I think it, you know evaluating the marketplace is important. And for us, it, there were some very large agronomy consulting businesses that are already very well established and have very strong relationships with customers in much of our territory. And so our approach has been more of um, just partnering with them and helping make sure that they have the resources that they need to help make our customers more successful. And I feel like if we are concentrating more on our customer success, that will, as a dealership, make us more successful in the long run anyway. Our, our customers will be able to grow more. They'll be more successful in terms of increasing their yields or being more efficient or sustainable. And that, in turn, as for a dealership, translates in, in the long run into, into stronger equipment sales in the future. And so, 
you know, that's kind of been uh, our focus. I think another uh, really important thing to keep in mind is that since we are engaged in the precision agriculture industry, it's very important, I feel like, to innovate and to always be on top of the new technology, everything that's coming out. It changes so quickly that as a dealership, that's something that we've focused quite heavily on. We are a large dealership, but that doesn't mean that we aren't trying to find ways to innovate and use new technology and find different approaches of sharing information. And so some things like our social media strategy, posting videos on YouTube, engaging with customers on Facebook, and also doing a, a podcast has really been very valuable tools for us in terms of educating our employees and customers about the latest technology and how that could really make sense for a farmer to help them be more successful and to grow more. Well, thank you to Joel and Nate for sharing your experiences and approaches to integrating agronomic services into the dealership. And those listeners who would like to hear more from Joel and Nate can tune into their Agriculture Technology Podcast, available on the RDO Equipment website. And I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program, so feel free to drop me an email at jzemlicka at lessitermedia.com or give me a call at 262-777-2441. I'd like to again recognize and thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for helping make this Precision Farming Dealer podcast series possible. And if you haven't done so already, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this series in iTunes or the Google Play Store to get an alert when upcoming episodes are released. And another reminder to mark your calendar for the upcoming Dealership Minds Summit on August 1st and 2nd in Omaha. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com to view the newly released full agenda of speakers and topics. You can also keep up on the latest precision farming news impacting your dealership by registering online for our free e-newsletter. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at PFD Editors and on our Precision Farming Dealer Facebook page. Well, I hope that you'll join us again on May 10th for the next episode in our 2017 podcast series. And be sure to look for continuing coverage of our Precision Farming Dealer Summit event throughout the rest of the year. For Joel Kaczynski, Nate Dorsey, Farmer's Edge, and our entire staff here with Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Jack Semlicka. Thanks for listening. <laughs>